Hey, it's the Brian and Kendra show. We are here today. Recording show about we're going to talk about some good stuff. I this is the season that's stressful to me. Why is the season stressful to you? You don't. Oh, I hate no. thirty-two <laughs> degrees and under. It's every house I own and <laughs> deal with and have under contract and that's beyond the market and that's pending. And then I just think, okay, did I? Did we? Is the heater on? Did they pay the gas bill? Did they shut my sprinkler system off at the old office? Did I forget about that? Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my gosh. Okay, it was stinking cold on Sunday. And we realized we had not seasoned our, I don't know what you call it, winterized our sprinkler system. <laughs> so bundled up like that kid on the Christmas yeah. movie. And I don't know why I'm taking the cold so hard this year. I love cold weather and mm. I love winter. And y'all get all cranky and I'm like, it's my time. I don't mind as long but, as it stays over 32 degrees. Yeah, no, I like it all of it. I like all the mm. cold. I, I'm, I'm looking for my snow. I'm going to find my snow. Sweet. <laughs> Okay, but this is my favorite season because next week is Thanksgiving. Yes. I love Thanksgiving. It's my very favorite of all the favorite of the holidays because, you know, most of the holidays are my favorites. Mm -hmm. I don't really care for Valentine's Day or Mother's Day. Mm. Yeah, they're not my favorites. Because, like, Mother's Day, like, you always end up still doing working things. And it's not really fun. You don't work on Thanksgiving? It's different. It's different. Oh. It's not the same. Because, like, there's a whole big crowd on Thanksgiving. Yes. And I so, like crowds. In fact, this weekend I organized our Christmas meal, whether they liked it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Jack said you're being bossy. I said I, I put a question mark after everything I said. Kelsey, yes. do that special green bean casserole. Question mark. Question mark. Mom, do the sweet potatoes. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Except I did, actually, because I knew this was asking for a little bit more. I did say... Keisha, will you please do the pecan pie? Because, man, like, I love her pecan pie. Mm-hmm. We just said Ashlyn cook everything. Which is brilliant, but I don't have anybody in my family. I feel uh, like I could question mark that, too. <laughs> we didn't question mark. I said, Mindy, rolls, question mark. She said, um, pumpkin or bread? I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, I mean, it's all organized. It's all organized. I, I, I do. I love Thanksgiving. I have my best memories of Thanksgiving with my uncles and my family and all of the Everybody meeting at my grandparents, and now I have these fabulous nieces and nephews, and I love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So I'll probably <clears throat> say that again at Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'll say it again for St. Patrick's Year's, Day. Fourth of July. <laughs> I do love Fourth of July. Yeah. And rodeo. I feel like rodeo is a holiday. <laughs> I don't know why, but I think it is. That's like funny. I literally put rodeo week on like my holiday list. It's my That's favorite. <laughs> So anyway, next week, we will not be on the radio. We will not have a Facebook Live. I wish we could do some kind of a crazy compilation, but I don't I don't know what that would look like, and there's no time. So you're going to have no Brian Kinder show next week on Thanksgiving. Yeah. But hopefully you'll be having a fabulous Thanksgiving time. All eight of you. All eight. There's 14. Oh, 14. Remember, Sorry. there's that's that right. nice young man from Moreland. Oh, yeah, that's and right. And both yeah. of our mothers most yes. of the time. And then... You know, the and that guy lady? at the Votech, I mean, the High Plains Tech Center, Yeah, the student. Right. That's the one from Orland. So, oh, okay. okay. So, we're, so back we're back down to again. seven. But, but that lady that we looked at her house on Friday. See? She, oh she said she listens. Yeah. So I, getting, I think there's 14. Okay. Yes. We should give a prize like, you know. You got okay. nothing. I got nothing. Okay. Speaking of prizes, I don't know if this is going to air. This might air after. Never mind. Okay. I'm hoping I win a prize, but we'll see. Anyway, so we're going to talk about winterization. 
So this came up. Um, this reminded us because last week or a couple, whenever the first cold spell was that we had, yep, we October. were running to look at a house and um, we were on the fly and we get there and the lockbox was clear over on the other side of the yard, which is a game that we realtors play mm-hmm. with one another. Yeah. We're like, hey, let's hide the lockbox. <laughs> just kidding. This one was in plain sight. It was just clear across the grass. Mm-hmm. So if it's wet, like it just kind of stinky then. But anyway, all that to say... While I was getting the key from the lockbox, you noted that the water hose was still stuck to the outside hydrant. Mm-hmm. And so you had to do the thing you do. Yes, which is take them off. It's funny. It's like I'll be driving down the road and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just pull over and run up to some guy's house. Where were we yesterday? And you were like, yep. oh, no. Ninth Street. <clears throat> but you knew the people by name. I hope yeah. you texted yeah. them. Anyway, okay, so we wanted to talk about that. We wanted to talk about different ways that we need to be prepared and ready to take care of our homes during this season. Yes. So um, I don't think that this one put on there. Did we? Is trees on here? Oh, here we are. I'm starting down at the bottom of the page. Overhanging branches to prevent them from breaking under the weight of snow or ice. I always think Kevin Kanzler is going to be so thrilled when I say this one because I bet it saves him headaches during all of the storms. Yep. If your if your trees are starting to hang over, and, and you kind of have to think this through, like if it's hanging over a little bit, maybe not a big deal today, but if it has um, eight inches of snow on it, is it going to hang over too much? If your tree's hanging over quite a bit and it gets eight inches of snow, is it coming through your roof? Hmm. Like that's what we're looking at, right? right? Yep. And so it's a good time right now. Go outside, look, maybe, maybe wait till the end of the show. Yeah. But after the show's over, make this little list. Go outside, look all around the perimeter of your house, look at your tree branches, see if you need to have any of them cut back. Um, And there are some companies in town that still do that. Sometimes it's not such a big deal that you can't just do it on your own, but get it done, right? Yes. Now, I thought my grandpa told me after the first freeze is when I should be trimming back my trees. You say the months that end in R. Yep. So not March. That have an R. That have an R in them. That have an R in them. Yeah. So clear into April. March, April. Just May, June, July, don't in August or the four months. Interesting. Really? That's what I was trained. Interesting. In college. Whenever you did triology. Triology. <laughs> Arborist. Did you work for a company or is this no, like just a your science class. classes? Science class. Because you were a science guy. Bill and I the yeah. science guy. Okay. Anyway, so trim back your trees. Next, check your home's insulation. This kind of made me laugh whenever I read that. I think that's a poorly worded. Yeah, get out there and check it. Yeah, temperature. Get out there, good, check your insulation. It, touch it. How you guys do Roll it around. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Don't roll around in your insulation. But um, probably a good time to start paying attention to if you need to add some to your attic. Um, this even indicates your walls. I have, how how in the world am I going to check the attic insulation walls insulation? You call Jerry Newell. Yeah. With. Newell oh, he's got a little tool. He's got a tool that shows the heat differential in your walls. So cool. That's incredible. Actually, that scares me. I'm sure what he would tell me about my house. So, yeah. not. Oh, golly. Well, then it's like my parents are, they're doing it. I hope they got that done last week. Um, Popping sons out of Clinton came up and drilled holes in their walls. They've never had insulation in their house. In the walls. Really? So crazy. But it's a little bitty. It's not a big house. It's a farmhouse too, isn't it? I mean, it's like an old. Old, old. Right? And so they drilled holes in it and they're actually putting um, liquid expanding foam in the wall so it fills the whole gap. Yeah. Um, And then they're going to put siding over it. But um, 
Yeah, so they have so they're doing that. They insulated the attic some more, just trying to get things more efficient. And so, so here's I, we we've shared this before, but just in case we have a new listener, number fifteen today. <laughs> um, some years ago, whenever I had bought my little house, and I just think and love my little house, you kept telling me. You need insulation, you need insulation. You were really kind of harping on me a little bit. Well, I finally listened to your wise advice and and careful how I said that, yeah. wasn't I? <laughs> you got three letters off of that. <laughs> you literally thought, you can't say that. I'm not going to say that. Um, I did listen to you because you were right. 100% you were right. So Pop and Sons came and they make it so easy. Like I didn't even know they were there. It didn't, I have a tiny house, like 900 mm. square feet. It didn't take them all that long, but they blew in the extra insulation. Um, the following year is the year that we had one of those horrible, horrible cold spells. And then after that, everybody's electric prices went way oh, yeah. up in order to compensate from that energy deficit that we had then. Mm-hmm. My my bills were still less. With the increase of the electric, the kilowatts per hour or whatever that is on your bill, mm-hmm. with the increase that we had there and everybody is telling us, my bill is this much higher than it ever used to be. It's, I mean, we're talking 50 to 75% higher on a lot of people's bills. Mine was still lower than any bill I'd ever paid before. Like it made a huge difference in my home to insulate. In addition to that though, I don't mean just even having to do the full on pop and sends come in and blow all the insulation into your house. What about cracks around windows, doors, that kind of stuff? How do yep. we insulate in that way? So we were in a house this morning <laughs> and I walked up to the front door, the back door. You remember me walking up there and be like, man, this thing's leaking. Well, the door was open. That's part of the problem. Right. <laughs> Like an inch open. I was like, man, that thing is drafty. Well, even when I shut it, you could still feel the air coming through. Mm-hmm. So um, there are ways. Northwest Glass can. They're so busy right now. But um, sure. But they they make um, – you can put new gaskets in your – you put new seals on your doors um, to help with that. So them old sliding doors, there's actually a, a rubber seal in there, and it gets old and cracked. And so once you put them back together, you can you can – they just sticks on there. And it'll help seal that gap. Um, but a big thing like that is a huge um, air passageway. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so doors doors are the a big one. They are. Um, and then and the windows are the next. So even if you have those awesome flip-out, tilt-in windows, um, I was at a house yesterday, and there's so much dirt in the bottom of the pen. The door wouldn't, the window would not shut all the way down. Right. So you put your hand over the, where they overlap, you could feel the air coming up. Mm-hmm. And so it took two of us and we messed with it and cleaned it and messed with it and finally got it locked. And then you could definitely feel that there was no air coming through. So just like check your windows, make sure they're locked. Um, <laughs> not like your vehicle, but <laughs> locked. <laughs> We're back to this then, again, are we? And then, and then you can, I mean, you can feel around the windows and see if there's air like a, actually blowing through. Um, if there is, you can cock the outside of your windows. Um, <clears throat> but that's a, and again, I think this Jerry Newell's deal, I don't know what he charges to come out and shoot your house with this thermal camera, thermal camera, but that would be a cool thing to see where you're, where, where you're losing your where air. Where you're losing. Pop and Sons claimed that most of your heat is lost through your roof. I believe it. Like, so once you get that stopped. I'm a stopped, firm believer now. It doesn't. It's not as prevalent through the windows and doors. As, but they think it goes through the roof. I, I mean, obviously, a hole in a window is going to let in more in there. But sure. Standard. 
Which, so in my tiny house, I can still feel that in the living room where the biggest window is. Mm -hmm. That window is not energy efficient, and I know that, so that needs to be replaced next. But what a huge difference the insulation alone made. Okay, next up, it's time to service heaters. What what does that really mean? Like, we've said this a million times, and I just go with the flow. What is servicing the heater? What does that mean? Um, I think they come in and pull the front off. Look at your, like, if you have a gas one, really, it's the big one. Make sure your burner tubes are not burnt. Like there's not a bunch of rust in the bottoms of your tubes, which is a carbon monoxide issue. Oh, um, well, that's exciting. Yeah, I know. That'd be, <laughs> you'd sleep right through it forever. Um, <laughs> and so th- that's a, that is a carbon monoxide issue. Um, and then basically like your filters, make sure your ducts are clean. Your A-coil collects all the dirt your filter doesn't catch. So if your A-coil is dirty, it restricts the air. If it restricts the air, it's not as efficient. You're losing energy. So... They can come in and clean that, clean your A-coil, um, make sure you're, it's working and, and the right flow of air. Um, Jesse Clevenger owns a heat and air cleaning duct service. And um, clean? And they come, they'll clean your A-coil and the whole system, six or 800 bucks. Oh. It's not that expensive. But um, if it's been a long time, I would have that done. I was showing houses to a couple yesterday-ish. Yeah, yesterday. Um, and that's what the, they were immediately, they were already like, yeah, whatever house we buy, we're going to have them all cleaned out because... They don't want other people's um, dog hair and cat hair or whatever sure. and, and dirt and the, the filter hadn't been changed. And they're like, we've got to, you know, if they haven't changed the filter, it definitely needs to clean. So that's an efficiency thing. The outside can distribute an electric heater or a um, heat pump system. Um, the outside coil needs to be cleaned because it pushes and pulls air through that to heat and cool your house. Um, but then if you have an electric one, dust on your, this is when you fire up your heater for the first time in the year, uh-huh. it smells like something's on fire. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the dust on your heat coils or the dust on your burner tubes. So, okay. Generally, so, they, it's like an hour. They'll come out and service you during the hour. It's 150, 160 bucks. And it, and it prolongs the life of your yes, unit as well. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's, this is good. <clears throat> just, it's not just good for the now and make sure that it's good safety, and safe, but, but also long term, it helps to keep the, the heating unit in, in proper working order longer. Um, also, make sure that you've replaced your air filters in your furnace or heating yes. system. Um. Always, and, and you need to do that monthly probably, or at least every other month, right? Yep. But Depends. Some, for sure yeah. now, get it in. Yep. Some air filters are three-month filters are bigger, thicker, but. All right, <clears> reverse <throat> ceiling fans. I never remember to do this, and I don't know which way I'm supposed to read. I don't know where I'm supposed to have it. So, in this <laughs> summer, you want the air pushing directly down on you. Yes. To cool you off. In okay. the winter, you want it to blow the heat up and down the walls. It circulates the air faster, so it sucks the cold air off of you. Pushes it down the wall, heats your rooms faster. Heat air rises. Yeah. So whenever it's sucking it up, then it helps to push that hot air and it warms that other air or what? I mean, in the summer, you want cold air blowing on you. Yeah, I do. So that's why you have it blowing down. Nathan needs a ceiling fan in his office. Yes. Because <laughs> it's like. Yes. It's because he has the sun on us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan's fault. Nathan doesn't no. set the thermostat. No, it's I mean, just whenever you're in the, I mean, there's there's no circulation in here. <clears throat> so if he had a ceiling fan, then he would need to have it yep. sucking the air up to push it down the walls. Yes. Because it's winter. Okay, got it. Okay. All right, check your furnace. I'm sorry, check your fireplace and your chimney. Okay, we have found a guy. We had a hard time finding a chimney sweep in Woodward, but we have found a guy in Fairview. Yep. Right? Um. Yes. Cleo Springs. Oh, my bad. 
really thought it was fair. Maybe it is fair to you. Whatever, Are they all the same? They're all, I think the, they're same all the same over there. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. We found a guy yeah. that um, can do chimney repair, can do yeah. fireplace repair. Yeah. Does he also do the chimney sweep? Yep. Awesome. So, Because we used to use a local guy, and then he told me he had retired, and I said, I'm sorry, that's not acceptable. And he said, that's too bad. So if anybody's <laughs> looking for a new career around Woodward, there's, there's an opening for a chimney sweep. It feels like it. I think somebody can make a pretty decent living. It sure feels that way because a lot of times whenever we have inspection reports come in and the chimney cap is missing or mm -hmm. is not on correctly or whatever, there's I feel like we have a lot of fireplaces that need a little bit of extra TLC in our community. Um, so really, well, I was thrilled whenever we found this guy because mm -hmm. he can come take care of that. But you need to make sure that your chimney and your fireplace are clean and in good working order before you start that fire. Yep. Um, I know Richard is always peddling firewood. Yeah. I know Richard would not want your house to burn down. <laughs> nope. So when you call Richard, also call this chimney guy and yes. have him come and clean out your... Even just simple is take your phone, uh -huh. take a picture of it, and you can't make sure there's not a squirrel hiding up in there or something stuck. Or I mean, you just want to be able to see, you can see light and through the top. So Okay, but the stuff that gets stuck on the chimney walls is the stuff that catches oh, on man. fire. Yes. That's why you want to have it cleaned, <clears throat> right? Yes, absolutely. But I mean, you usually want to deliberate like a squirrel nest in your... Oh, gosh, that's no. Check and that's that. why you want a chimney cap, right? The chimney yes. cap is supposed to keep the squirrels and the birds from coming Chim in and making a nest. Yes. So my dog, <clears throat> I think... You got it, in the chimney? No, not yet. Oh. I, I'm wondering if something has gotten in the chimney, though, because every evening she spends a great deal of time staring into the fireplace that doesn't have a fire, and she starts barking. But I'm half afraid to go and look because I don't know what I'm going to find. I wonder if it's a, like you can hear a bird or hear the outside. Maybe so. And at first I thought it was probably just a reflection. Because she is that kind of dog that mm. gets all excited about the other dog that will play with her that's in the mirror. That dog is so rude. You can tell she's so, so upset about off. it. Why will that dog play with me? Anyway, um, chimney cap. Make sure that your chimney cap is on. So can a dude do that on their own? Yeah. I said a dude do that. I didn't say doo-doo. Anyway, can a person climb up on the yep. roof and check their chimney, ca chimney cap? Absolutely. I don't think I'd know what a chimney cap is. Just make sure that if you were a squirrel, you couldn't get into the chimney. So make sure it's got a top. Make sure it's got some kind of a mesh. Okay. Keep the rodents from getting so in. that's how that works. Yep. Probably should take some pictures next time you're up on a roof. All right. Clean <clears throat> the gutters and the downspouts. So lots of houses lately I've been to, the gutters are completely full of leaves. And it's not even fall yet. Fully. Oh, heck em. You're and, right. It's not. We haven't lost all of our leaves yet. And so I was by a house yesterday, and I reached up there, and I'm like, this is completely full, and the leaves haven't even started falling yet. This has been like this all summer. And so— um, So explain why this is such a negative issue. So when you're—I mean, your gutters are to flow water away from your house. Okay. And so <clears throat> if your gutters are full of water, they're holding water, which is creating more weight, which is going to rip them off the house eventually. Um, but then it can also push water back into your eaves. So— um, you just, yeah, this one, and it, you could see where water, when it runs off, there splashes back up because it's full uh -huh. of water up onto the fascia, which is rotten. And so. That's disappointing. Disappointing. So, and then if your downspout's clogged, then it's still running over your gutter, which then why have them, or running back into the roof if it's gone off the backside. Um, and again, it's to get the water away from the foundation. Mm -hmm. And so if your downspout's clogged or blocked, it's just dumping water, you know, right there at the base and just not going anywhere. How do you clean your downspout? 
if it's clogged, how do you get the clog out? Most of the time, it's most of the time it's at the base, the base? right where it comes out. It's okay. a rock or it's filled up with dirt or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, you could you could easily just get like a sewer snake, same type of deal, okay. and just run it down through there, and it should if it's clogged up that direction. But okay, water hose so, works good too. Mm-hmm. Shove water hose down it. Just shove water and then turn on the water. Yep. And then just bust Blast it, it out, out of there. there. Yep. Okay, got it. Okay, so we talked about this at the beginning, but we didn't really finish the whole thought. I always make you go into why in the world are we disconnecting the water hoses? This is a big deal, mm-hmm. um, but it's because if you don't, what happens? So a frost-free hydrant, the science behind it is, is it, it's called a frost-free, so it won't freeze if it's done correctly. So the water actually drains. It, the valve is a really long valve. It's 16, 12 to 16 to 18 inches back inside the wall to back to be away from the wall to keep a freeze point away from the outside. So it shuts the valve off 18 inches inside, and then it drains all of that water out the front. So if you have a hose on there, the hose actually creates suction, so it keeps all of the water in the hydrant piece. Uh, And when it freezes, it'll actually freeze the weakest point, which will be actually right inside your house. Um, It'll split that pipe, and then it's off because the valve is off clear at the end. Right. But when you turn it on, it you have a problem. And you don't see it because it's in the wall. until right, you it's, have no idea. You're like, oh, I'm going to go out and water the yard, wash my car, and you spend 30 minutes washing your car, and you've got, you know, 500 gallons of water in your house. Yes. So then that happened to me when yeah. I was in high school. I was at a church camp, and um, I called home in the middle of the week. And my brother said, well, you're getting new carpet. Whenever I washed mom's car, your room got flooded. And I was like, what? And evidently that was exactly what had happened yeah. was that pipe had frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, what a stinking mess. What a mess. Yeah. All right. Um, we talked a little bit about insulating doors and windows. Is that so? You know, the weather stripping that you can just get at the store? Yes. Can I do my own weather stripping on my door? Can I do that in a way that's not tacky? Yes. They've got some decent types of window and door weather stripping trim that doesn't look like you duct taped foam to your door. Yes. I mean, I'm they not have the saying that stuff. we shouldn't do that, but right, they have sometimes. the, they have. I mean, there's a bunch of different kinds, and that's kind of the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, so if I said, "Hey, Carrie, and go to the store and buy me some weather stripping," she's going to grab some on the shelf and bring it home. When there's 42 different kinds, so it comes back to what are you window stripping? What are you stripping? And what are you putting on the doors? They've, I mean, they've got all kinds, all kinds, and so it depends what the goal is. Is it is it leaking around the frame? Mm-hmm. Is it leaking around the official door? Is it because the window won't shut all the way? Like, right. There's a bunch of different reasons, and then they have trim for each of those. You mentioned a window a few minutes ago with um, that had so much dirt collected with inside the window sill. Mm-hmm. So you're talking in between where the window connects on the interior and, the and where the screen is, and then the dirt is coming in yes. and getting stuck in there between that screen and between yep. the window. How do we? Is there a way to prevent that? Lock your shut your window. I mean, if the window was shut, it wouldn't have filled that gap in. But hmm. since somebody never locked that window, oh, I see what you're saying. It just filled in that hole. So that's really what the problem was: was yes. not locking the window. Yep. Interesting. Okay, moving on. Don't cock your window shut. <laughs> no. Okay, for real. Yes, say yes. it again. We have some of those. Don't cock your window shut. So this is tricky because if you have an older home <laughs> and you have the old original wood, yep, wood frame windows, mm-hmm. it's very tempting because you think. If I paint this shut or if I seal, seal this it, shut, it. then I'm going to have better energy. And Efficiency. You would. You sure would. But, hey, mm-hmm. in the event of a fire, B, it is really hard to sell your house that way. Yes. Yeah. 
because <laughs> FHA requires us to open every window. That's yes. Openable. Well, you had Mike Wickwer on a couple of weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. I bet he would say the same. Yeah. So fire department so, says, please don't um, seal shut your windows. Those are leave a big hammer in that room. Oh gosh, that just. <clears throat> oh, anyway, okay. Um, we talked about tree branches. I need to move to the second page. Oh, let's talk about. I forgot to ask you this while ago when you were talking about um, disconnecting your hoses from the outside faucets. You know those little styrofoam deals that you put over the faucet. Mm-hmm. What's that for? Do I need them? I really think those are, if it gets really, really cold, those are probably beneficial. What's really, really cold? I think you have to be down in the single digits or zero, less than zero. For like days at a time? A day or two, yeah. Because, I mean, really, your faucet leaks 18 inches back in the wall. So mm-hmm. if that thing's going to freeze or your faucet's not level and it's draining, it's not draining all the way, oh. that would be another reason. So if, you're, okay. if your frost rehydrant's not level and it's draining back into the house, that could be a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the time, they drain back and you're, you're fine. Um also, some of them aren't sealed around the house, so air can right. get in there. So right. that'd be a reason to put them on there, or just seal that with foam or spray foam or caulking or whatever. Sure. Um, that being said, what are they? A few dollars each? Yeah, a few bucks a piece. So it's actually, I mean, if you did it, cheap not, insulation, cheap insurance. It's an easy way to. Yep. It is cheap insurance. I like that. So get her done. Yep. All right. Um, insulating pipes. This made me think about manufactured homes or a wood raised home. Yep. So underneath your house, where all those pipes are, if you're in a wood raised home, mm-hmm. um, I mean, not a concrete foundation. Do I need to be? Do I need to be crawling under? That's a joke. It's not going to happen. Not little Miss Claustrophobia. Do I need to have somebody go under the house and make sure that my do my pipes need to be wrapped? I remember they came out with like a heat wrap or something, mm-hmm. and I don't even know. Did they plug that in? Yes. Yeah, so that scares me to have something plugged in under the house. So my um, the snow cone stand. Uh-huh. Um, we put a shut off valve underneath it this year. Okay. Cut it off to leave the hydrants on, um, but we've got twelve inches of pipe above ground underneath the mobile home. No heat in the mobile home because we don't use it. We just sure. shut everything off. Winterized sure. it, sucked all the water out of the whole building. So, but that 12 inches was my concern. So we put heat tape on it. Heat tape is thermostatically controlled heat tape. So when it goes under 32 degrees, when that tape gets 32 degrees, it comes on. By battery? How does it It's plugged in. It's plugged in. It's just Plugged in where? It's like an electric blanket, but it's in a cord and you just wrap it around. And I plugged it into an extension cord under the house. I feel like that's a fire hazard. Uh, um, I don't like it. I think it's fine. I wish I'd have been here the day you had the fire guy. Yeah. Cause it, I mean, it's not like it's um, it's thermostatically controlled, so it's not on when it's 115 outside. It's only on when it well, freezes. Well, fair enough. And it'd be just like, I mean, you have a bunch of other insulated wire under your house. Yeah, but I don't have extension cords under my house. Which is an insulated wire. <laughs> I mean, unless you have like massive well, rodents up chewing on... up your wire, maybe. I don't know. I don't know why that would be unsafe. Well, if I could keep my rat snake under my house, I wouldn't have to worry about any rodents. But some people. (laughs) 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 All right. So um, real quick, we only have just a very short minute. Um, I had read removing all of the fuel from your um, from your lawnmowers and stuff like that. It gets all gunky. So stagnant, it gets gunky. And then that gunk goes in your carburetor, clogs up your fuel. Next summer you fight to put it, you know. But the best thing is, is is just take it out to Searcy or M&D and have them winterize it, have it seasoned. It's great. Change the oil, have it ready for next year. They'll drain all the fluid out. Next year you put new fuel in it. Bam. Easy go, 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 go. Yeah. Okay. Really quick. Generator. Good idea, bad idea. If I don't have one and I just get one of those portable ones, am I going to hurt people 
Just make sure it's outside. Don't don't fire okay. it up in your garage. Okay. Oh, okay. So make sure it vents outside to create carbon monoxide. If any of these things are scary, get a professional to yeah, help you. Absolutely. Call absolutely. us. We'll tell you who. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. This is the Brian Kinder Show. I'm Brian Cook, 580-334-2303. Kinder Brown, 580-216-0090. All right. Thanks for listening. See you next time.